All right, welcome to the Builder's Ladder, the program and the podcast that's bringing to you residential remodelers and general contractors. If you're building new homes, custom architectural builds, or you're remodeling or renovating, this is the show for you on how to grow a great business that gives you both more money and more time by putting the right systems into place. And today, I'm very proud to welcome my good buddy, Mr. Ron Nussbaum. How are you? Hey, it is great to be here. I am fantastic, and I'm super excited to talk and have a little conversation today. Absolutely, my man. So uh, let, let's get straight into things. You have a killer kick-ass podcast, and you have some epic software that's working well in the builder and general contractor community. So I guess... Before we get into that, if you just give us a little bit of your background and how we, how you arrived here at this point in life. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I find myself in service of the industry now, but that wasn't always the case. Uh, I got out of the Marine Corps in 2011 and I was transitioning. I was looking looking for what is that, that step look like? And I found myself applied to an ad on Craigslist for a foreman and training role. And I showed up. Ran a jackhammer behind the furnace for 12 hours, wanted to quit, it, but fell in love with it at the same time. And that started my journey in construction. And over the next decade, I did everything from being a foreman to a field supervisor to running operations, sales, management, leadership, scaled to over eight figures in annual revenue, a couple hundred employees, 30 crews. But there was one thing that I could guarantee I would hear every day and deal with every day. And that was upset customers. And I didn't want to do that anymore. And I really dove into why does the construction industry as a whole have this customer service reputation that is piss poor at best. Like it, it just wasn't us. Like this is across the board. And when I was doing that research into that, what I found out was it was very rarely the guys. It was very rarely the company. There was one thing that it could really always get pinned on, and that was communication. And that's what led me down the road to develop BuilderComs, uh, which is a software that you spoke about, where a communication platform built for the residential construction space. And why I was building that software, no, I wasn't building it. I'm a, a non-technical tech founder. I'm a, I'm a construction guy through and through from the, the Marine Corps. So I found people that could build me the software. I decided to launch a podcast called Construction Champions. And I've fallen in love with doing that because I get to have great conversations with guys like you every day, almost every day now. It's yeah, completely game-changing. Yeah. So that's what got me here to today. Uh, we met a while back, and now we're having the conversation on the podcast. Absolutely. I love it. So tell, tell me a little bit more. Let's delve into your podcast. Who do you serve? What type of guests do you have on? And uh, how's it going? Yeah. Oh, it's going absolutely fantastic. Like I said, it's one of my favorite things I do. Uh, we serve the residential space as well. I sell commercial as well. It's starting to breach out into all construction because being a construction champion isn't just a residential thing. It's an industry thing is what I have come, come to terms with. And I bring on guests that are contractors, builders, leaders, disruptors, coaches, mentors that have been around the construction industry. And I ask one question, and that is, 
what is a construction champion? And we talk about that for about 20, 30 minutes and boom, bada bang, we're out. And I feel like we're bringing a lot of value. I'm getting a lot of good reviews on what we're doing. Guys love it. And the guests love it. And I, I think it's last year was my first year doing it. We got the 13th spot on Feedspot's top 90 construction podcasts. So it's growing. It's it's growing rapidly. And uh, all I can do is I'm going to, you understand this, is like all we are as facilitators as hopes. Like we're just getting someone's knowledge out into the public. And the great thing about it is, it lives forever. Unless they delete the internet, a 30-minute conversation could change somebody's life five, 10 years down the road when they go on YouTube or whatever it is. When they get the, Maybe when they blink their eyes in 10 years and all of a sudden it pulls up an episode of this podcast because that fixes whatever problem they're thinking in their brain, the knowledge is there and it will live on just by taking a little bit of time. So that's what I really love about the podcasting is... We just get to spend some time, talk about the industry, talk about how we can just be better, what is leading the industry forward, and just leave that knowledge out there for everybody to be able to consume whatever they need to consume. Absolutely. And to hone in on that, what in your eyes is a construction champion? I think a construction champion for me, been doing the show, it's something that's ever evolving. Right now, headed into 2024, I feel a construction champion is somebody that has a bold strategy for survival through 2024. So I, I think there's a lot of talk about having a vision and having a mindset to go chase that vision down. I think 2024, there's going to be a lot of chaos. It's going to be really weird. It's going to be different than most. So I think construction champion is going to be ready to not just chase down their vision in 2024, but they're going to be able to be ready to survive no matter what is thrown at us next year. So right now, as, as we're headed into 2024 here, that is what I feel a construction champion represents right now. Awesome. I, I agree. It means building a bulletproof business building it with strong foundations. They're having great sales and marketing machine that delivers the right kind of leads, they're positioned well, they're educated, they know why they should choose you as their local builder or contractor. And then having a sales process to take them from cold to sold that educates, nurtures, highlights why they should choose you. Maybe it's to set the fact that you've got a separate trust account so their money's safe that you're not going to run off and buy another Ford Ranger. Maybe it's a guarantee that you've got in place, that you guarantee that you'll be finished and they'll be able to move on this date otherwise you'll pay them a hundred dollars for every day that they're over excluding obviously any arctic changes or things outside your control and then it's about once you've got the sales and marketing machine it's about having the numbers and pricing so being able to price jobs accurately making sure you've got everything in there for preliminary and general overhead recovery margin and you're hitting that desired target margin and then you're able to control your work in progress on the way through make sure your labor hours get to within five percent your foreman's on it, a superintendent is controlling the job, he captures any variations or change orders, you invoice them weekly. It's all about communication with the clients. There's no horrible surprises at the end. They know what's happening and you improve your cash flow through the job and you're not functioning as the bank. And once you got that happening, the last part is about systems. So all the business is a collection of systems. So systems right from A to Z of first getting a lead, 
to handing over the keys and every step in between what happens with regards to ordering, what happens with regards to project management, estimating, back costing and real time, etc. So it's about systems on site, in the office, and then the team so that you build a high performing team and a business that works for you rather than you working for it. Sounds like you've done that a few times. Ah, uh, yes, yes, once or <laughs> twice over the last twenty years, and two and a half thousand building companies that we've worked with. So, what do you see as the top two or three problems in the industry at the moment? Uh, right now, currently, I think a lot of guys don't have set up what you just talked about. Like you just did a high level overview of what survival looks like. When I talk about being able to survive 2024, if you have that stuff in place, you'll be able to survive any of the stuff. I used to call it whitewater when businesses, like when you're in chaos, like you're in whitewater, you gotta have something solid that you can get a hold of that's going to be able to bring you out of that. And if no one has that, you just end up sinking. Like that, so... I'll take your analogy and I'll extend it one step further. So I thought you said White Walker from Game of Thrones, <laughs> but the analogy is the same, right? Like the White Walkers are coming, uh -huh. winter is coming, and you need to make sure that you've got a steady foundation for your business to be built on, that it's not built on quickstand, and you can withstand the coming storm or the coming winter. Yeah, that's a Facebook ad right there. I can hear the music and see them I, walking. I know, absolutely. <laughs> That's good. Let me write that down. <laughs> so, I mean, the, the, having the systems in place, like you just said, and then I think having a strat, not so problem. So it's what guys don't have is I think having the mindset around having a, a strategy for AI as we head into that, because it's, it's pretty much here to stay. I think it's not going to go anywhere. So I think having a strategy around that and not just letting it pass you by. I'm watching guys that I know that are building 20, $30 million companies right now, purely off of automations and just driving sales. And it's, it's crazy. So like that environment's happening. So you have to be willing to learn. And that comes to what I think has been the overarching problem around construction for a long time is the non-desire to learn and get better. Because a lot of guys go and they move into a role or they go start a company because they just feel like they can do it better than the guy they used to work for. And they don't understand what the actual possibilities are with a construction company. And the sky is really the limit. So you can take a vision and you can build something absolutely unbelievable and create generational wealth if you're willing to go out and learn how to actually build a business. Absolutely. And particularly, uh, we've got one of our guys doing about 175 mil at the moment, particularly if you head in that direction that a lot of our members do, and I'm sure a lot of um, construction company owners, and that's going from builder to developer and being your own client. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is what we see most of the time is that there's just that transition that happens and there's no, there's no education piece. Just because we're really good at swinging the hammer and understanding how a job runs, doesn't mean that you're going to be really good at running the business and understanding that. Building a house is very different to and requires a different set of skills to building your business. And just like building a house, like you did your apprenticeship, carpentry apprenticeship, same with building a business. They're all skills that you can learn 
And if someone else can do it and achieve it, then you can do it and achieve it. And if you can get access to what they've gone through and you should, can short circuit the pain and where the potholes are by having someone else shine a light on where, the, where they are and how to get around them, that's going to help make your life a lot better. And you can achieve in 12 months what you might have maybe achieved in five years trying to figure it out on your own. Yeah, well, it's just like when I, when I, when I was talking about the software. Like, I'm not a software guy. What did I do? I went and found people that are so I could learn. Now, I probably know way too much about software at this point in time, but that's what I do. But I didn't just decide I was going to go out and do this alone. Like that was, I didn't look at that as being even an option because that that is not how you do stuff. You go out and you find people that can help get you to where you want to go. And like you said, you shave off that time. Time is everything. And if you can shave off 12 months, two months, or two years, five years off of your learning curve, like that's worth everything. Absolutely. And it's that one, it's learning skills. So vision, cash flow, forecasting, budgeting, project management, pricing, estimating, team, leading your team, controlling your team, management. And then the second part is your identity. So your business won't evolve past your identity. So if your identity is of a builder, at the bottom of the builder's ladder, then you'll keep running back onto site, putting out fires, picking up the phone to solve problems instead of putting it where as a businessman, the next identity level will solve those same problems by who do I hire, what systems do I need, what's lacking in systems or processes like forecast versus labor on the job, breaking the job down by stage so the framing was going to be 100 hours. We're halfway through, but we're not at 50 hours, we're at 65 hours, guys. And in the Monday morning toolbox, saying to them, how are we going to get back those 15 hours over the next two weeks? Otherwise, no one's getting their bonus. So bring your team together, manage them by the numbers, and create a high-performing culture. And then the last part, once you've evolved from businessmen, and typically the builder identity we see is typically 0 to 1.5 mil. From about 1.5 to 5 to 8 mil, you need a businessman identity. You need to learn a different set of skills. And then from 8 plus, it's typically in that entrepreneur level where you're starting to look at creating wealth. So you've built your cash flow machine over here and now it's about putting in place the management team. So an estimator and or a project manager. It's weird. I've got these uh, great things that bring up just all the black. I don't know. If pe people might not be able to see that, but uh, my, I bought a new laptop last month. And so whenever I hold my thumbs up, we'll see fireworks, we'll see balloons, all sorts of shit. I mean, I thought it was just a correlation of like what you were saying and it, the big <laughs> ending, fireworks start going off. Exactly. I thought it was exactly. exactly. So as you go past the businessman stage and you get to the entrepreneur stage, you need to build out your management team because you don't build a business. You build your team and your team build the business by finding the systems and processes that you need for pricing, project management, sales and marketing, and the admin to make sure the financials get done. And everything runs. And that is where it gets fun. Absolutely. Because that is where you actually start to be able to tap in to other people's skill sets and not necessarily your own. And you get to grow into an individual that grows a team. And that truly does get fun. Like it's yep. when people then you say, figure out how do you get off the org chart? And you have like our business has 25 people on it. So we have a general manager. We have a head of coaching or member success. We had a head of sales and a head of marketing, so and then 20 people underneath them. So I'm 
off the org chart. So I'm looking at how do we help our members win faster? How do we do expand through our book, joint ventures, partnerships, and really help our members succeed faster? So get you to get up out of the day-to-day, build a great team, build a great business, and then focus on what is your genius? How can you double down more on the areas that you're really good at, make a big impact in the business? And our members go through this exercise every 90 days called the genius model. And you have a look at, okay, what am I doing each and every day? So you might be pricing jobs, you might be capturing variations, you might be doing fixtures and fittings, you might be doing project management. And you look at, okay, cool. How much impact does it have? Is it in my genius? Like, am I naturally good at it? And then lastly, do I love doing it? And so if it's a big impact, but you don't like doing it and it's not in your genius, then that's something that we want to delegate. If it's in your genius, keep doing it. If it has a big impact, and slowly we work out what's your stop doing list, how do we buy back at least one day per week in the next 90 days so you can free that up. Half that time put towards high leverage activities, so like sales, marketing, systems, hiring, training. And the other half, what are you going to do with those four hours? Is it get back to the gym, take your kids to soccer, go overseas? Like what is it you're going to do by buying that time? And that's one of the things I love about you, man, is that you don't just focus on the business. You focus on the person as an individual. Uh, I know we connected when we first connected, talk about 75 hard. And like, yeah. like this is about, like if you're not the best version of you, you would never have the best company that you can have. And that's one of the things that you focus on is making sure that people are just the best version of themselves. Absolutely. Book those holidays every 90 days to schedule it and book it, put a deposit down. I just booked a trip to go to um, North Korea, March the 4th to the 11th. Uh, booked it, scheduled it, paid the deposit. Unfortunately, no Americans can come, but uh, Canadians are welcome. So going there with uh, a buddy, Mitch Miller. Yeah. So, so, right. Tell us about this software. Tell, what's the name? How does it work? What problems does it solve? And how do you actually come up with it? So, well, like I, like I said, is I realized that communication is like this huge herder in the in the construction space. You know, I heard too often, hey, Ron, if we would only known, Ron, if this would have been communicated, we want to be having this conversation right now. So literally, what I, I'm trying to figure all this out in my mind. And literally one night I'm laid in bed and it hits. I was like, if I just had this soft, if I develop software, I could fix this for the entire industry. If I could just get everybody on the same page, got out of bed. I put your other, I call it a haphazard at best PowerPoint presentation on what I thought this should look like. And the overarching emphasis of this was I just wanted to make sure customers could talk to the right person every time. So if they had a scheduling question, they were reaching out and talking to the person that was in charge of the schedule. Or if they had a sales question, they were talking to the right person involved in sales. So we work as air traffic control. So are you primarily aimed at pre-construction, construction, or post-construction, or D, all of the above? All of the above now. I build it for once that project becomes sold. Then I had a couple of my clients that are utilizing it go, I'm using it in the sales process as a differentiator. Because they were like, I understand, like every one of my customers concerned about how are we going to communicate. So what they started doing was saying, hey, we use BuilderCobs. I'm going to send you over. You're going to get an email to set up your account, go download the app. And this is how we're going to communicate on this project. So originally it was built to be an after sales communication platform that has now involved into front end during the sales process 
all the way through any service that has to happen or any request or any maintenance. It's a full service communication. And we document everything from all the communication, pictures, documents, videos, all of it. We get it in one place and then we organize it per project for you. So you don't have to worry about digging through emails, digging through text messages, any of that. Everything's all nice and pretty in one spot and we're completely web-based. So you can access it from laptops to desktops, to tablets, to cell phones. So it's kind of like HubSpot for contractors. Yes and no, we don't do, we, we focus just on communication. We don't do a lot of the other stuff. So is it kind of like a blend of pipe drive, some aspects of build a trend and or how would you? I, I think one of the best analogies is we're building a slack for the construction industry. Gotcha. That's designed specifically for the industry. So super easy to use, super intuitive. I say if you can use Facebook, you can utilize Builder.coms. Like it's just that easy. And who's your ideal, who's this perfectly suited for? Like guys doing how many projects typically? Like I said, originally we were doing 50, 75 projects a week. Like that's who I thought this would be built, suited the best toys, bigger company. What I found was the gap in the market is smaller companies that are growing, that are looking to bring on software, but aren't ready for a big CRM or guys that are stepping away from the big CRMs because they only use that communication aspect. So my, my fastest growing demographic is guys that have been in the industry for about two to five years that are looking to grow and they want to start putting in a system in place with technology. And we're completely non-intimidating. And that's what's amazing about how our demographic has grown is because I don't have all of this other stuff. Like we just do communication. My goal is to be the communication platform. And what that's done is lowered the barrier of entry for guys that are intimidated because they don't want to have to learn to do all of this stuff. They want to be able to step in and say, hey, this is what we're starting to use for technology. And boom, bada, bang, they're up and going immediately and they can start utilizing it. And then it can grow and integrate into other softwares as companies grow. So why would I use this instead of build a trend? for example, or communication, yeah, the communication aspects of project management. Yeah, so the problem with Builder Trend and the project management software is out there is that the communication aspect has been an afterthought. It's something that they have heard is, hey, we have this pain point. We want you to put something out there. So what they do is they just throw out a website or they throw out a portal or say, this is, we're going to throw this out here and you can utilize this to communicate with your client. It wasn't thought out. I'm not from Silicon Valley. I'm not backed by $10 million. Like I'm a dude that literally stood out in the field and I understand how this software should operate for the foreman to the office staff to the owner of the company. And that is what separates us because we built communication software to do what should happen in the construction industry instead of just throwing something out there and saying, hey, this where we can add this on and it'll sound good and we'll be able to say we have it. So by just focusing in on this one thing, we niche down and we can actually solve this problem for you. So, so walk me through how does it work 
and how much is it? So if I'm a builder, GC, and I'm doing a project a month, how does it work? What does it look like? Yeah, so a project a month, it's $97. For anything less than five projects a month, it's $97, and then it's $197 a month for unlimited. So that's our two price points. Very basic. I don't have a lot of a lot of fluff or a lot of uh, BS involved in my pricing. Like this is what it is, depending on how many projects you do. What that looks like is you go right on there, set up your account, you put a customer in there. The customer immediately gets an email. They set up their account. They download the app, and boom, all the communication goes right through there, and it's in that project. So any pictures that you take and put in there, that customer has access to any of that communication. When you say, hey, we're on our way in 15 minutes, it's going there instead of that homeowner possibly missing a text message, not getting an email, they're getting a push notification directly to their phone saying that you have an update from contractor ABC on your project. And then it's organized for them as well. So you don't have to worry about the customer being confused. So do you have your subcontractors on this as well? So I have guys that put their subcontractors on there and I have guys that leave their subcontractors off. It's really case by case basis on what is that relationship with your subcontractors? And do you want them on that customer-facing communication platform? Are there different levels? Can you have it so that the clients can't see what the subcontractors are sending you? So we're working on a new version that's going to come out in 2024 that will have some different features like that because that is some of the feedback that we have gotten is to be able to have some private chats that happen behind the scenes that the customers don't see, but still get tracked with the project. So one of the great things about where we are and as I continue to grow this is like all focus is to become the number one communication platform. And we truly do take feedback and advice back and analyze it and see like, hey, is, what are guys saying? What do we need? You know, does this button or does this widget need to move here or what? What can we make? How can we make this better for our customers and become that industry solution that we want? So what you're talking about is definitely some feedback that we've gotten and is something that we're working on into 2024. And just recently you were on a uh, VETS TV show, Shark Tank. Yeah, yeah. I was on Veteran Shark Tank. We pitched on there. We were a top five finalist and was able to get on there. And it was a great experience. I met a lot of great people and it would definitely be a catalyst for what we're doing. Okay. Yeah. And what were your insights after being on it? I don't know. I was very prepared. I was very, it was awesome. I had a, I had a great time, you know, and the feedback was really good. I think I can get long winded when I answer questions sometimes. So, I mean, it's probably what some of the listeners are thinking right now. Uh, but I thought it I thought it was awesome. I would go back in a heartbeat and I would do the exact same thing. If people want to see the pitch, it, it's on YouTube. I just put it on there on uh, Rod Newsbaum on YouTube. You can go on there and you can watch that pitch live. But it was an awesome experience. I love it. I'm a big Shaq Tank. We did. I haven't had the opportunity to tell you. We were, I just got the nomination. Um, we're a top 20 startup for the IBS show in Vegas this year. Damn. So uh, huge, that's a huge deal. They're, they look at us and they say, we're one of the top 20 companies that are going to disrupt the construction industry. Oh, is how good is that, bro? Well done. Legend. Yeah. 
how do people, can they get a demo or how can they find out more about the software and how they can massively improve the number one opportunity and quite often the biggest challenge of communication in their business? Yeah, absolutely. Buildercoms.com. You can get a demo. You can go on there and book one with me. You can find me on any social media. If you just want to reach out and slide into my DMs and say, hey, I want to oh, demo Buildercoms. Yeah. Don't be afraid to do it. I, I'm the guy. Like I, I'm the founder. I'm the one out there growing this and scaring this. And uh, we're I'm here to help. And my team's here to help as well. So don't be afraid to reach out. Absolutely. And do you have any special offer, special thing for our listeners out there or anyone watching the pod? If they were to come to you, slide into your DMs for a demo. Say, Ron, hook me up. Absolutely. You know what I would do for for your listeners is slide into my DMs. Let's get a demo and I'll do your first month for a buck. Like we have buck. a free trial, but I'll just do the first month for a dollar, get everything up and going. That's a complete, I mean, it's such a no brainer that I don't even know. I'm probably going to get my social media shut down. There's going to be so many people messaging me. I love it. That brings me back to the McDonald's happy meals for a dollar. <laughs> Awesome. That's Ron, what we're going to Happy customers. Exactly. Ron, <laughs> you're a true champion in all aspects of the word, man. I appreciate you and I look forward to catching up with you in the new year. What have you got planned for Christmas and New Year's? Man, well, I'm just hanging with the family. Like, we decided that I was just at the, the vet to the shark tank thing in Philadelphia and we're going to be going to Vegas. So I'm taking the family to Vegas. Like everybody's going to come, but we're just going to lay low. My sister's coming in town with her husband and four kids have right after the New Year's. So we're going we're gonna to have a full house. It's going to be a zoo. I love it, man. Yeah, we are. My dad arrives home tomorrow from the deep south from Invercargill. And uh, I'll just be staying around home because we've been traveling a lot. and We've got a big 2024 planned world domination. There's nothing wrong with just staying at home and enjoying the people around you that you love, man. Exactly. All right, brother. I appreciate you. Have a fantastic week and we'll talk soon. You too, man. Thank you. All right. See you, brother. Bye.